0: Welcome, forging the future fans, to another episode, episode six. Here, uh, we're here in the basement of Forging the <laughs> staff. for those of you guys who didn't know that, we do our podcast out of a basement. We have fun with that. So, yeah, um, I'm here with uh, Jesus, the one and only Jesus What's Chan up? Cortez, the one and only, the one and only, and uh, myself, William Santiago. Uh, bringing another episode. We're going to have fun with this one. Uh, we've got some really, really cool guests. But before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about the holidays. How was your holiday, Jesus? Man, I can't
1: complain. It was uh, apart from the snowstorm. Yeah, we was, had, uh, the-
0: for those of you who are not from the Grand Rapids, Michigan area, we had a, a pretty uh, pretty awesome, I thought, storm for others, horrific storm brought in probably a, like I was up to my knees in snow uh, when I was shoveling my driveway. So it was quite a bit of snow. And we had about three or four days of it. I had some last minute shopping that I did. Yeah, same here Man, that Friday. Dude, it was
1: like some next level type stuff. Yeah, I barely totally made it home.
0: The day before Christmas, we had this huge storm come in. And then the week after, it was like 50 degrees. Everything yeah. was gone. So only in Michigan. Only in Michigan. Yeah, but uh, we have fun with that one. You get uh, all the gifts that you wanted. I, I did. Yeah. 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 How, how did your New Year's go? It wasn't too bad. Yeah. I spent some time
1: with, with the family.
0: Okay. Mm, All right. Chilling doing? out. I had a good time. Uh, we haven't been able to get together with family for Christmas in three years, mostly because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so this is the first year that we actually got to the, together for Christmas in three years. So it was really fun. And then um, for New Year's, uh, we got together with friends and family. So we had a good time. Good time. I'm happy to be back to work though. Uh, this is our first uh, week work. Uh, into the new year and so having fun with that and i'm uh, looking uh, forward to uh some lucrative business coming in so all right we're gonna have fun with that so uh but uh we don't want to waste any more time we got two wonderful guests with us today and i'm gonna allow them to introduce themselves they're coming in with uh is it Sipstein? Sipshine. Sipshine, all right. We got the name of the company here called Sipshine, and I want to introduce our two guests here. If you guys wouldn't mind introducing yourselves, we'll start off with this man right here, right next to me. My name is Kyle. Kyle.
2: Founder and managing partner of Sipshine. Sweet.
0: And right next to you is? Nick, the marketing director for Sipshine. All right, so we got Kyle and Nick with us today. And again, they're with uh, Sipshine. If you guys are looking for some more information on uh, Sipshine, go to Sipshine.com. Did I get that right? Absolutely. All right. Real easy. Real hard to spell it. A little research there. <laughs> <laughs> Sipshine.com. Um, and you guys are uh, experts in uh, whiskey moonshine. We'd like to think so. Yeah? Yeah. So, and you guys are um, based out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, which is one of the reasons we wanted to bring you guys in. Um We try to focus on local businesses. And um, you guys have a really cool story. Uh, From what I understand, you guys started up not too long ago. We're talking about 2018, right? So we're just talking about, what, three, four years down the line. And this is where you guys are at. And uh, looking at some of the stuff online here, you guys are pretty much a national company at this point. I mean, you guys are shipping out to California, Wyoming, Kentucky, Arizona. You got a bunch of places here in Michigan. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about uh, what you guys are doing, um, and I imagine what you guys love.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're really excited to uh, to be here. So thank you. Yeah, well, thanks for coming. Yeah, so it's easier for us to tell you what states we can't reach okay. at this point. Pretty much Alaska and Hawaii yeah. are are really the only we can't reach. Okay. So we do have an online ordering platform. So every state, uh, but just a few. We can't get that way, but if we can't get it to you that way, we have a, a local distribution company that can Sweet. bring it to a store. Or, or so, really, the lower forty-eight. Yep. There's, there's really nobody
0: we can. Sweet. Can't get so right. if someone is listening, we got a quite a large, I guess, fan base. The majority of them are out of Ohio. And uh, so if anybody in Ohio is listening and you guys are interested in testing uh, or tasting some of this stuff, shine.com and you guys can order that and you get it shipped out to them then?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every four bottles you buy is uh, free shipping. Okay. So you just go right on the website, hit shop now, and then every four bottles. We do have the Coyote Whiskey, which is apple and peach, and then we have Organic Peak Whiskey, which is a blended whiskey as well.
0: All right, for those of you guys who are watching uh, on YouTube, uh, you got the video format. You guys can see that right here. Uh, Coyote named after your show and Brody, yeah. <laughs> so you know, we do a lot of
2: stuff with our fans where we let our fans um name what we're doing, or we really like to get them involved. So yeah, uh, Brody Wilkinson is an influencer on TikTok that I had made friends with. We did a lot of lives together and our friends yeah. or uh, our fans started calling us Coyote. Yeah. So we wanted to come out with uh something for Brody. Yeah. And this is what we came out with. So you now it's a it's a mixture between my my brain and, and Brody's beauty. Okay. And you guys are opening up a new place at uh, Harmony Hall, right? Or yeah, we just it? purchased Harmony Hall, which is on Bridge and Stocking. Wow. So if you're from the Grand Rapids area, the uh, west side of Grand Rapids, west side of Grand Rapids. Yep. Yeah, oh. So we would be the uh, the the furthest uh, down. Bravo's just opened up, which is Cedar Springs Brewing, mm-hmm. right across the street from us. Steel Cat Bar is right across the yep, street, yep. Uh, and then there's just a few other. Um, buildings right there that are, are now... Hey, that's, exciting. that's an awesome location. Yeah. It, we're really excited. So the, the concept is that we're bringing a Nashville-style bar and a tasting room. Okay. So the Gatlin, if you guys have ever been to Gatlinburg uh, and done a Moonshine Tasting...
0: That just for the last summer.
2: And that's what we're bringing to Grand Rapids. Okay. So it'll be the only tasting room uh, in Michigan that's doing that style of okay. of tasting, which is comedic relief yeah. and uh, really getting you into the... Uh, actually what is the spirit what are you drinking what are you tasting okay so much different than what we we typically in michigan think about uh, of a tasting yeah. typically a tasting room in michigan is you go in and it's bar yeah right special like, now, cocktail
3: menu and yeah. that's about the extent yeah yeah, yeah they have a
2: special cocktail menu that they kind of teach you how to use their cocktails or their uh but this is a full experience so uh, there'll be uh, professional actors back there teaching you about oh, it. Okay. I mean, it's like, this is, it's a, it's a whole different experience. Yeah. It's, it's super fun. The second floor is going to be, if you guys have better been to Nashville or Gatlinburg, mm-hmm. uh, Old Red or Jason Aldean. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what the second floor is going to be like live music every day, 11 to 11. Okay. Uh, and then the third story mm-hmm. is a rooftop bar. With a beautiful view of the city. Hey,
0: you guys went all out. We went all out. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't work, we're really screwed. <laughs> <laughs> but so to get that uh, to get that clear, you guys are the first one to have that type of experience in the Grand Rapids area. Right? Absolutely. State of
1: Michigan, in the state of yeah, Michigan. The state of Michigan. The state of Michigan. That's, that's very Correct me if I'm wrong, but you said that uh, this whole idea was inspired by a vacation that you had in Nashville? Yeah, in Gatlinburg, actually. Can you go a little uh, more in depth into that? Yeah. So
2: my daughter did gymnastics. Um, that's actually where I found... My first business partner too. He owned the, the gymnastics Gym, but okay. that's a whole other story. Yeah. Uh He so we went. She always went to a, uh, a gymnastics camp called Flip Fest, and she was only eight years old. And my wife said, "Look, I don't want to be ten hours away from my daughter. I'll be two hours, which is how far Gatlinburg was away." Okay. So she said, "Let's go. Let's go to this town called Gatlinburg that none of us have ever heard of." Mm-hmm. Like she said, but it it looks fun. So we go there her sister and my brother-in-law joined us on, uh, on the vacation. And we're walking around downtown. It's just kind of like a normal downtown. There's little shops everywhere and whatever. And all of a sudden my brother-in-law jumps out of a a building right in front of me. And he's like, get in this building. There's free booze in here. (laughs) Deal. (laughs) Free booze. I was like, okay. So I go in the building and, uh, I have no idea what a Gatlinburg style tasting room is. I don't, I I don't know what I'm doing. I walk in there and I I kind of belly up to this bar and I I look over at him and I go, what am I doing? And he goes, it's moonshine. And I go, nope. I go, "Never mind." I I didn't know this was moonshine. I'm not doing that. And then of course, Razzle goes back and forth there a little bit. And he says, you're doing this. I'm like, ah, okay, fine. So what they do is they put up a board and then they have in front of you as well. uh, All the flavors that, uh, that they have. Well, I said, "All right, well, I'll try this one, and I'll try this one, and I'll try this one." And the girl behind the bar laughed at me, and I said, "Well, I don't know what's funny." And he goes, "That's not how this works. You try all of them." Mm. So what you do is you start on the left, and you go to the right, And you try fourteen <laughs> different missions. <mini-tracks. laughs> it's like it's like buying wow. a flight with an experience, yeah. right? Going through each flight. Yeah. Yeah. So they go through each flavor with you. They teach you what they're about, you know, why they were made, whatever. And I'm like. This was the best thing I've ever done. I've been to plenty of tasting rooms, but not nothing like that. Like it was, it was great. I had a really good time. Uh, and then I go out and I get my wife, and I said, "Honey, come in the building. And like there's free booze in here." Yeah. Uh, at that time it was free. And they charge five dollars now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're charging five dollars for our tasting as well. Okay. Um, but uh, I think that's just a little bit more responsible. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> uh, but at that time it was free, so I go get her and I'm like, "Hey, you got to come in here," and she's like what am I doing? And I tell her, she does the same thing. Well, and I'm like, no, right. We go through the whole thing again and she tries them. And then she says, uh, she walks out with six bottles. She walked out of that place with six bottles of moonshine. And keep in mind, my wife, she drinks Malibu and Pepsi. Yeah. Right. Like she don't drink liquor. Yeah. So
1: for her to walk out with six bottles, it worked. (laughs) <laughs> so that's, there, was something, there was something there that's a good thing about moonshine right it, it, you can go you can mix it with so many other things and it still works yeah as opposed to other drinks that yeah you know. so the flavors are really inside of the moonshine yeah. for you and
2: so you can you can just pull it right out of the bottle yeah. uh moonshine is typically one of those things you thought about in a mason jar yeah that you would pass around the fire yeah with all your friends right right and you'd be like,
3: Woo! like hot stuff that yeah throw it in the fire yeah and I, I, yeah, and, I, yeah.
0: I, you, you talked about a little bit of that hesitation on it. You were like, no, no, you know, no, no, thank you, right? Right. And you're ready to walk out. And uh, Jesus just mentioned, like, that's the good thing about moonshine. But that's typically like, I don't drink alcohol, so I'm not very familiar with that stuff, but I know that reputation yeah, sure. of moonshine. Everybody always says it's well, you like, like moonshiner, right? And, you know, that's what i That, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. that gives
1: you that misconception of what, yeah. what moonshine should be or what it yeah. is. Yeah.
0: And and you're sitting down, you're drinking this stuff, mm-hmm. and like you said, your wife doesn't drink a lot of liquor, and she's walking out of there with six bottles. Mm-hmm. So for those people who are listening right now, who have that conception of uh, that misconception of uh, moonshine being like gasoline, it's strong, yeah. it's like fire. Talk a little bit more about that, and and maybe we can get rid of that misconception. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons that we want to come out with Sipshine, is we want yeah. to make moonshine
2: uh, more approachable. So if you can see behind you here, the people that are watching, yeah. uh, you can see the bottles that we that we made. But we took it out of the mason jar. We wanted to make it not scary, mm-hmm. so we cleaned it up. You can see everything's very nice and white and very, you know, approachable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the color schemes are made for no jugs, no jugs. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no jars. We put it in there, and it's it's plastic for a reason. We want you to be able to take it anywhere you want to go okay. on the boat, uh, you know, at the beach. You know, wherever you can go. You can't take glass everywhere, but you can take plastic everywhere. So Mm -hmm. it's just what I want you to to be able to bring around. Uh, If they're all flavored, we do have an original coming out that's called 1920 that's hot. Yeah. You know, but the nice thing about moonshine is it's corn based, right? So it's 99% corn. Mm -hmm. Corn is naturally sweet. Mm -hmm. So when you distill it, it's a very, very sweet liquor. Once you proof it down and you start to flavor it, you don't need a whole lot of uh, help. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the flavoring, so it's it's a very very good uh, base spirit
1: to work with to give you these these wonderful flavors. Okay, and you guys uh, just started uh, working with Wiseman Distillery not too right. so long ago, right? Yep. How's that connection? How did that come about? Um, it's
2: I've known the Wiseman guys since they since they opened. We just have always been friends, and it was something that I've always wanted to do. At, at first, they weren't ready uh for that uh, but i'm super. we are super happy uh that where we are in our our career and where they are there they worked out this time so okay. we really want to bring everything back to michigan that's awesome and we wanted to support you know the local economy right. and the local businesses so now we're 100 percent michigan corn we everything's bought in michigan uh everything's distilled in michigan so we brought it all back back to the great lakes so, little pieces and parts here and there
0: yeah
3: You know, as we could, as things changed, we tried opening in 2020, Yeah, super challenging here in the state of Michigan. So that's why distribution, everything, and why we went nationwide as quick as we did Mm -hmm. was because it was such a challenge here in the state of Michigan being shut down. It was easier for us to build elsewhere first. But now Mm -hmm. that we're wide open again, it's, let's bring everything back home where we can control it a little better and really support our state. Was
1: it difficult going nationwide that quick? I mean... It's, in the, it's span the hardest way to do
2: it. <laughs> yeah. It didn't come without its challenges, for sure. And it didn't come without us um, messing some stuff up. Okay. But the best way to learn is to do it. Yeah. yeah. So we we were not... Would I suggest that for everybody? No. Yeah. Uh, do I think it's... It made us who we are today. Absolutely.
0: Okay. So. Well, let's talk about those beginnings, um, and I do want to get into maybe a little bit of the, those failures as well for those who are listening. We we try to focus on uh, those entrepreneurs who are starting new businesses, right? Yep. And so we kind of want to motivate them. I, talk a little bit a bit a little bit about how you guys got started, what that looked like. Um, you're talking about, you know, getting the idea out of, you know, Gatlinburg or Gatlinburg, right? Yep. Okay. You got the idea out of Gatlinburg, you're bringing it back home. How does that look exactly? You guys are starting right when COVID is, is yeah. hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how does that look? What does that look like for you guys?
2: Uh, you know, it really wasn't ever a thought of, uh, and I always tell everybody if they're looking to do a business and you have a thought of, should I do it or should I not mm-hmm. do it? Don't do it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Don't don't go into something if you're not 100 percent sure. So yeah. there was never a, a question of are we going to start this business? Absolutely, we're going to start this business. Yes. Uh, when we were doing it, there were there were uh, skeptics out there that said, you know, there's this pandemic thing on the on the on the right here on the forefront of us. Yeah. What are we gonna What are you gonna do when that happens? We'll figure it out. It's yeah. okay. We'll make it. Yeah, and we what did,
0: part of 2019 did you guys start your business? March, March, so early part. So we're not really seeing much about this COVID. The thing. first time
2: we brought all of our national managers in, yeah, um, that was the day they shut airports. Down. Okay, yeah, and we had to get them. They came in, and we had to immediately fly them back out. Yeah, and then we we didn't have access to them to travel again for six eight months. Yeah,
0: wow.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. so that was that happened. So we started. So you
0: guys started it. But, it's yeah. going
2: on. we incorporated in 2019 but we didn't do any of our our first distribution uh was actually to the state of Maine yeah. in June of 2020 okay. that was the first thing ever, that I ever, yeah. ever put on a truck Yeah, yeah. so you know you need a little time to start doing some stuff. So we yeah. brought everybody in in March yeah. and that's when everything shut down.
0: Now, before that, had you had any experience with this type of business? You had stated that you did some business, right? Yep. But did you have anything to do with this kind of business? We were
2: not in the beverage industry. Okay. Uh, we have, we've never done anything with alcohol. We've never done anything with um, a consumer good. Yeah. We've never, we've never been on a retail shelf. We've never.
0: So why that. did you pick that? Out of all things.
2: I'll Honestly, uh, this I made this company for my wife. Okay. So there's a reason behind it. Yeah. I made this alcohol for her. Yeah. And I wanted to get it to everybody else because I knew they would enjoy it the same way that she did. Okay. Course, that's the only reason I did it.
0: And you're, are you going back to her walking out of that that bar with six? Yes. Okay. So you're looking at that and you're like, okay, I, I want yeah, her to continue there. to enjoy yeah. something. So okay. yeah.
2: I mean, for that last story, me and my brother-in-law really started... Trying to, to figure out how to it. make this right, like how do we do this? Okay. Uh, and one of the best parts is uh, Old Smoky is the largest moonshine distillery in, in the country. Okay. Uh, by far. Yeah. And uh, they said <laughs> he looked right at me right in the eye when I wanted to start flavoring this and figuring this out. He looked right at me and said, "You're not Old Smoky." And I said, bet. <laughs> <laughs> bet, Wow. What did you mean by
0: it's, that? You're he not- means like you mean yeah, game Yeah, you can't.
2: You, yeah. can't, you yeah. can't do this. Is what he said. And i I said game, <laughs> game on. Like the motivation for for him to tell me that I'm not, I'm not somebody I, you know, I got this. I can do this now. Sure. I'm going to figure it out. Interesting. I watched him throw up about 15 times on the floor trying to make this stuff. I was not good at it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, you, you made it. Yeah. You made
2: it. Yep. Every one of these are, are, I made, uh, same with coyotes and Gana peaks and, everything that, that
0: really yeah that really interests me because now you're you're talking about not wanting to try moonshine you walk into this place you're like no moonshine so that tells me you had no interest in moonshine right now you're going from no interest to making your own yeah <laughs> that's interesting dude <laughs> yeah, uh, i
2: wouldn't i never even drink liquor yeah honestly no um i would go to the bonfires and I, I might have six beers in a, in a month yeah maybe yeah you know Maybe one one time a year I would indulge. Yeah. Uh but no. I would I never I never drink. Yeah. So and I, honestly unless I'm I'm doing uh something for the business, I don't I right. don't drink anymore either. Yeah. So it's, that you. didn't change me. Yeah. I just now I just own a liquor right. spirit company.
1: Nick, do you think that uh because you guys started during like COVID? Uh, that the marketing aspect was, was mainly on social media. Did that that help you in any way? pushed you pushing more social media? There was a lot
3: of growth around, around that time specifically because that's really all you had. And everybody was home and consuming this information, right? So meeting people on TikTok and really growing that brand specifically around SipShine because the other two brands weren't out yet. So You get a lot of followers. You did have online distribution at the time through a a different company, Mm -hmm. but that really is what exploded the brand was that the timing wasn't ideal for for on-premise and off-premise liquor stores, bars, restaurants, but was a great opportunity for direct-to-consumer retail sales as well as just marketing through TikTok, Instagram, things like that. Mm -hmm. So there was good and bad, right? Right.
0: Okay. Interesting. So you go back to, you know, you're testing your own stuff. You're trying your own stuff. You're making your own stuff. How do you go from that level to now we're, we're able to distribute out to the customer here? (laughs) It's
2: a a long story. I'll try to cut it out for you. Uh, I mean, but the first thing is you need money. Yeah. Right. So you got to figure that part out. You need, you need money. You gotta, you gotta go find it. Uh, And that's where my business partner, Mark, Mark comes in. Uh, My daughter did gymnastics. I had um worked with him for for years mm-hmm. on a uh, gymnastics um he hosts one of the largest gymnastics events in region five cool. and I helped him do that for for years so we just built this really nice business relationship and rapport and one night at one of those uh at those competitions that we host downtown here um they give us the DeVos weeks we fill all the hotels we bring in twenty four hundred athletes i mean it was it's a whole production mm-hmm. this isn't like little it's not what you think like you're not going to like a gymnastics gym we take over the DeVos Center wow. we fill all the hotels I mean it's a major production wow. so anyways they give us the DeVos suite and I told him one night I said hey I got some and he's like what is it and we wake up at 6 in the morning we go to bed about 3 because we're entertaining all of the coaches and judges and everything until they want to go to bed mm-hmm. well We like, we'd like to go to bed about 10 o'clock because we've been on our feet for, you know, 12 to 15 hours (laughs) of working this event. So we go up there and uh, I I hand him this, this jar and I said, he says, what is this? And I said, it's moonshine. And he says, I'm not drinking this. I have to get up. I'm not doing this. (laughs) And I said, it's mine. I made it. And he said, no, you didn't. And I don't want this. Yes, I did make this and try it. So we argue about it and he opens it and he drinks it. And he says to me, if you ever do anything with this, I want to be your first investor. So,
0: so he tries it and he's like, oh yeah, this is good. Yeah.
2: Cool. And yeah, that was a totally off. Now, I wasn't looking for investors. Five years later yeah. is when I go back to Mark and I said, do you remember this moonshine thing that you want to be the first investor of? Yeah. And he said, nope.
0: Yeah.
2: And I slid him a jar and he tasted it and he goes, I remember now. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's how I, I created, uh, you know, that was the first thing you needed to get you got to get money you got to secure it
0: it was a five-year span that in between you testing trying getting it right yep and and actually getting the business started yeah
2: so that took that yeah it was just this was really on the side
1: so you were just selling all this stuff from home or where Mm -hmm. were you doing all this
2: yep right at home home just playing around with it trying to flavor moonshine and just trying to figure out how these guys are even doing it you know um, now I know what I know. Uh, most most guys are going to go to a, a flavor company mm-hmm. and just say, hey, build me this, and then they'll go figure out how to get it made. That's
0: usually what you hear. And yeah. Yeah.
2: I didn't know that, because <laughs> yeah. I'm not from that world. Right. I am now, yeah. and I know that there's a way easier path yeah. <laughs> than what I did. Yeah. But I built them from recipe up, right. and then I went out and did it, yeah. instead of just having somebody else do
0: so it. So you could truly say, it is mine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah for
2: sure. Yeah. So now they're... But yeah. Anyways, you do that, you secure the money, and then uh, then you got to go get your licensing. Mm -hmm. So you got to you got to incorporate the business. You got to get the attorneys in place. You got to get you know all your accounting in place. Mm -hmm. You got to get all that stuff. But then you got in the liquor world, you have to go get your um, you have to get all of your licensing. Mm -hmm. So nationwide, which Mm -hmm. takes forever. That's why we incorporated in 2019, but couldn't do anything until 2020 Mm -hmm. because it took over a year to get that licensing just just in place. Mm So we are a uh, we are a licensed uh, distillery now. Mm-hmm. So we could um, we could distill, but we we choose to work with vodka.
0: Okay. So how what what is that span of time between you walking into that bar in Gatlinburg to the time of you guys being able to actually distribute? What are we looking at? Ah, uh, that was about six, six, six years. years. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All yeah. Right. So now you're at the point where you got the money. Yep. You're gonna start the business. Where do you go from there? Find employees. Yeah. How do you do so that? So what I
2: did was I reached out to uh, the people I know. Okay. Uh, my cousin had worked with me for years on the first businesses we started. Uh, the first business I ever started, uh, we uh, had grandparents' press routes okay. and we took flyers. And we put them on the ground press, not knowing that we were stealing from them their advertising. Yeah. And that's how we started our first business. We took our paper routes and advertised our okay. business on <laughs> through the paper. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully it doesn't come back to bite me. But that's next <laughs>
0: next um, yeah, no we well, this part. This point, yeah, no <laughs> this point <except laughs> if I just
2: admitted it. Uh, but that's what we did. Uh, we didn't know what we were doing anything. We were two young entrepreneurs yeah. that just wanted to do something. So we took out the newspaper, and then we took uh, our fire, and we started our business. And we grew that business, and we grew from one paper out to four paper outs to five. I mean, we took over this huge area, and then so we had all that going. Then we had the business going, and. So we, um, but he's been with me first. I called him up. He had moved to Mississippi uh, and he has a couple of boys down there uh, with his, with his wife and they, uh, and she was originally from Mississippi. So he ended up going to Mississippi and I called him and I said, Hey, we're doing this business. He said, I have two questions. Is it legal? and does it taste good. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yes, I'm both. He yeah. said, send it to me. Send it to him. And about a week later. He uh he gets a package, he, he FaceTimes me. He owns a uh uh car garage at this point, so he uh, you know a mechanic shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, he owns a mechanic shop. So he puts it up his mechanic shop and he tastes it and he goes, Deal. Left right. his mechanic shop, pulley pulley uh number number one. Yeah. I look to uh the next guy that's right next to me for the last uh for at that point he was he was with me for ten years. Um he had, we had just Bounced together, but he know him and I have always been together. So I went to him and I said, Hey, I need a national sales manager. I've never done that. And I said, Let's just do it. And he said, Where do I sign? So the just getting, you know, trustworthy people that you've trusted for a long time right. at that high level. Right. Uh, is, is what I was looking for. Yeah. So get right. those two people in place. So I don't know Sorry. which one is one it's and two. They you guys, uh, about it. Right. right.
0: <laughs> so you got three guys at this point. Three guys. How many employees do you have at this today? Currently,
2: uh, today we have just over twenty. We'll okay. have what just over thirty soon, and then we'll have yeah. over a hundred once the restaurant opens. Wow, that's less than five years. Now, are you
1: bringing like Tennessee Nashville vibes to the, this restaurant that you're going to open?
2: Yeah, so the whole food. Uh, the the cook that we have his name is uh, Darren. Cook chef, he would chef. absolutely just roasted me for that. I
3: apologize. His name is chef, no, it's Darren, oh, it's t- Darren <laughs> <laughs> but he called him a cook instead sorry. of a chef. Uh, I got producer, you. Yeah. Wow, I, yeah. I
2: really went all the way down there. I'm sorry, about sorry, that, Darren. Uh, let me edit that, that was that was terrible. Um, but no, he uh, so we hired uh, Darren, and Darren is uh, he was a chef? He's a well, he's an awesome <laughs> chef, yeah, and phenomenal. he's. He, we met him through Nick at Berlin Raceway and Darren just fit in with our culture, but his food is second to none. He's, uh, I don't want to tell you all his accolades cause I might be saying them wrong, but he's been on Bon Appetit magazine and he's done five star oh, restaurants he knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the food and the food experience that you're going to get everything down to the napkin and the, how he brings out the, the fries and the, you know, but this is all, uh, Nashville inspired. Our main, um, our, our main menu, so mm-hmm. it's Nashville hot chicken, it's barbecue, it's it's what you think about when you're thinking about Nashville. Mm-hmm. Now, he does have a secondary cuisine called theme cuisine, which will be on Grubhub, Uber Eats, um, all those places, mm-hmm. and that'll also be in the restaurant. So you can go to his theme cuisine, which would be like this month, it's or this week, this I don't week, even know if yeah. it's gonna like go week to month yet, uh, but like this week, it's uh. Carnival food, mm-hmm. and this week it's uh, Asian, and this week it's Mexican, and you know he's going to do the uh, world experience with that. Okay. So you always have your Nashville base vibe, but then he'll switch up that theme cuisine to different things, so you can always come in and try something new. Right.
3: So no matter when you come in, you can get something different. Yeah.
2: Something different, and that's
0: important.
3: When it
2: comes he to would explain that much better. I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. I butchered it. He's going to just well, you already He'd it. go into oh, sous vide yeah. and this <laughs> and that, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's something, there's a special process he's using for his chicken uh, that he um, is, it stays fresh and juicy all the time and it's already cooked. Sous vide. He's sous vide in it, which is, I don't know, apparently <laughs> cool. it's the way to cook uh, chicken. Right. So, the best way, apparently. The best way, apparently.
0: Now, when are you guys opening this restaurant?
2: We're opening for mid-June. So okay. open this year? Yeah. Okay. The a lot of a lot stuff's got to happen between now and then. Yeah, yeah. We we contracted Orion Construction. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we yeah. kind of working with those guys.
0: It's a big one. Uh, yep.
2: Yeah. And they're 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 happy to have the project and we're happy to have them
0: on it, it is a massive
2: undertaking. We thought, oh, we'll buy this building and we'll slap some paint on. Slap some paint on it. And we'll and then once we got in there, we realized what the full experience that we wanted to have couldn't work with what with had, the layout that it had. Yeah. So I mean, elevators are coming out. New elevators are going in. Wall like. Pretty much every wall is coming
1: out. Okay. I mean, this has got to work. So it's, it's going to be a <laughs> lot of work. Yeah, it's going to be taste testing on the bottom floor and yes, the restaurant's going to be at the top floor. So it'll be floor.
2: three circular tasting bars on the first floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do circular tasting bars because we want you to enjoy the people that you're with. Mm-hmm. So it'll hold about 20 people at each bar uh, and you'll, you'll walk in it's $5. You get a wristband that has a little pull tab on it. Mm-hmm. You walk up to the bar they pull your tab you can do one tasting a day. Mm-hmm. So you can't keep going up and get $5 tasting so it's one. Mm-hmm. just go up do one tasting then you can go upstairs. So yeah, three circle bars and you get to try um, about eight different things and then a couple of our slushies. So 10 different, 10 different tastes. Interesting. Uh, and it'll change all the time. We'll have 20 different products. So the menu for the taste room will always be changing. So you won't, it's not, you won't get the same experience with the same booze all the time. So, and it will always be coming out new flavors. Yeah. So these are our core flavors. This is what, this is what you find in the store. But at the uh, tasting
0: room, you'll always find something new. Okay, I did want to talk a little bit about the the failures that you had mentioned earlier. What is one of the of failures that comes to my mind? To my, well, I mean, it's part of it's part of business, right? Yeah, oh, you know, you can't ever go into business and everything is perfect. There's going to be plenty of failures along the
3: way. Especially when you don't bring anybody in from the industry and yeah, try to start a business that way, for sure. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, talk a little bit about those failures because, I mean, I think it is important for those who want to start their own business to understand you're going to fail. You're going to fail, but you got to keep pushing on. you got to keep going forward. And, obviously, that's something that you were able to do. Talk a little bit about that, if you don't mind. Yeah, I mean,
2: I think one of the most important things is to not judge yourself on those failures, yeah. right? Uh, and and you have to be really quick when a failure happens to recognize it and just move on, right? Just put it away. Yeah. Move on to the next thing. So, yeah. it's it's not... I mean, one of the things that sticks out in my mind is when you go national distribution and you don't hire somebody like Nick right away, yeah. and you don't have <laughs> the marketing support behind it. Yeah. That was a that was a big failure. Okay. So you can put you can put thousands and thousands and thousands of cases in the stores, and when you don't do a good marketing job of pulling it back out, no, no, that's your fault. It. Yeah. That's not the store's fault. That's not the customer's fault. That's not the flavor fault. That's not anybody's fault but your own when you when you don't do that. That was one of the things that we didn't recognize right away. You know, we thought, "Oh, this is a good product. It's pretty. It'll look good on the shelf, and it'll sell itself." That was that was completely wrong.
1: What things were you lacking on the marketing aspect? Just. We were doing really good on social media, right? So, like,
2: awareness was was great. But what we weren't doing is we weren't focusing on the area where we had it. So, the awareness was so broad. I mean, you can go on TikTok or anywhere right now and just push hashtag SipShine. And you have hundreds of millions of views, Mm -hmm. right? Like, we did organic reach. It was something that we did really great. And mass, broad awareness. The thing was, is once you put it into, like, let's say, like, Rochester, New York, right? You go put some product up there. The thing was, is you were only getting two people from that town because you had such widespread.
0: That was a problem.
3: Nothing was focused. Really, focused. Everything was very broad. Right. So
0: you're bringing it into Rochester, New York. But you're not really focusing on Rochester, New York, and right. getting it.
2: Yeah, and at that time you don't know that. Yeah, you know you feel like you are. Yeah, you you think because you're looking at all the views and you're looking at all the the success that you're having through yeah. online distribution and yeah. those places and, and how easy it is to even go in and oh yeah we've heard of you and yeah, yeah. absolutely put it on the shelf and then you don't see it come back out. Yeah, and you're like, I'm we're doing something wrong. Yeah, we have to focus on that that store that location that. Was. That was one of the things that sticks out to me most that we just didn't we just didn't recognize.
0: Yeah, so you bring Nick in, Nick fixes it. What exactly did you do to fix it, Nick? <laughs> Hired it out. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> it's really, you know, for me, I, I've got some marketing background, um, not a master of the craft. I'm more of a people person, finding the right people to put in the right positions wow. to, to do what we need to do for the job. Okay. So we put together a really good PR firm, really good marketing company, partner with... Um, uh, i heart media um, we 've got a new website we 've got a new partner that we 're doing direct to consumer shipping with it 's all these little pieces. Um, the video side of things, we got a new company in house is doing all of our social media, graphic design, um, video stuff. So it's just getting all those little pieces and finding those right people that fit our culture, fit our brand and really believe in it as opposed to just, you could hire anybody right. to do it. But we really took the time to get the right people in place who really fell in love with the brand as much as we did yeah. and, and built that team. Yeah.
0: It is important I think that if you're going to have any kind of successful business that you build the right culture. You definitely need the right people to do yeah, that. So 100%. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah, and
2: our culture is really like what Nick said. It's taking people and just putting them in the right place and not trying to be that person. Yeah. Does that does that make sense? Yep, that makes sense. Nick doesn't have to be the one buying ads and pushing it. He doesn't need that. He needs to put the right people there and that's that's what we're about. That's how we're going to, that's how, that's our growth strategy, Right. the right people in
0: the right place. Now, before we started uh, recording this podcast, uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, what really got your company to grow was your trust in the fans, going to the fans, and they're the ones that are naming these products. They're the ones that are picking what they like. Talk a little bit more about that and and how that looks for your company.
2: It's very important to us uh, to get every fan involved. So the mass awareness uh li- liquid to lips is something that we really focus on that we need to get that the the liquid into their mouth and in- into their friend's mouth so uh, for us fan engagement is where we focus on that we want our our fans to feel like they're they can talk to us mm-hmm. that we're there for them that we're you know it's it's a very uh community driven uh style that we use yeah so like coyote for instance when when me and Brody were doing lives together, our fans named it Coyote. Okay. We meet Johnny on TikTok, and Johnny has a problem with all the Western whiskeys that put cowboys on the front of their bottles and are from uh, Kentucky and Canada and yeah. <laughs> everywhere but out West. Right. And, uh, you know, those little stories come out, and then we get with our fans, and we say, should we do this? You know, what would it be? You what would it look play, like? Right. And then they they start they start you know weighing in, and we get their real opinions before before we move forward on anything. Okay. So and it has it has worked. All of these were picked up like all the names were picked up by fans. The only three that were not was Raspberry Shined, uh, Shineberry Sweetie, and Arnold Shine. Okay. So those were uh, those were our original ones, and obviously that had to happen before we even had a fan base. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. those those three had. Didn't were not consulted on, but everything else was. Like Granny Jane's pumpkin bread. Uh, Granny Jane, she's a real lady. She lives in Hudsonville, Michigan.
0: For those of you watching on YouTube,
2: <laughs> she she uh, this is really made after her pumpkin bread. It tastes like her pumpkin bread, and she no longer uses water in her pumpkin bread. She uses Granny Jane's pumpkin bread. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's some, that's some good bread. It's, it's, it's very important to us that that bottle
0: has that story. Very nice.
2: I mean, it's not just like, oh, we made pumpkin bread. Like, here you go. No, it has a story.
0: And who was Granny Jane's to you?
2: She's actually my stepmom. Your stepmom. Yeah, she's okay. actually my
0: stepmom. So, so you got stepmom to help you guys out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and now you guys are helping her out. <laughs> yeah,
2: she she loves it. You know, the first time she gets to see that on the shelf, she was just, you know. <laughs> my awesome.
3: bread's in a bottle. She, what's funny about this one is we were actually on the, on the TikTok Live uh, at Granny Jane's house. And we we're talking about this particular
2: um this bottle. And she walked right up into there and she goes, I bet you won't name it after me. And then and it was like the comments just went berserk. Yeah. And I was like, Bet I will. <laughs> and then, then we all came up with the uh, Granny Jane's pumpkin bread. Yeah. Um it was like we went
0: through a couple of different renditions of like what should you call it? Right. And at the end
2: of that live it was Granny Jane's pumpkin bread.
0: Well, here's a question I got for you. This is always something that's I've been curious about how exactly do you guys get the flavor of pumpkin bread into moonshine? How yeah. exactly does anybody? Do? Magic mostly. Right. <laughs> You're bringing a wizard. Yeah, <laughs>
2: magic mostly. Um uh, every it depends on what which one we're using and, and how we do it. Um it, it, it varies, but like I'll tell you like the a lot of this stuff is like it's flavors like apricot and different things it doesn't even have like pumpkin in it. Okay. It's, yeah, yeah. it's it's bringing different elements of things that make things taste like other things. It's a science. It's it's kind of hard to uh, really explain. Yeah. Uh, you'd have to sit down with us. In that, it's, it's, it's wild what we can do yeah. with different drops of flavors. Okay. We don't even need a whole lot of stuff. All right. So yeah, We're not in there like squeezing pumpkins out or anything like that. <laughs> you know, it's probably easier to no, explain that
3: process with your shineberry sweet tea. Yeah. Which flavors actually go into that to make the flavor? That yeah, you so like
2: the Shineberry <laughs> Sweet Tea, this is it's a pretty simple in essence. Okay. Um, but you notice Shineberry Sweet Tea has a black cherry and a strawberry on okay. there. This is going to taste like a raspberry, but when you put black cherry and strawberry together, that's why you get the raspberry
1: flavor. Okay.
2: We use a Kenyan black leaf tea on this, and then what, all we do is we put um, black cherries and strawberries with it to make a raspberry pure leaf sweet tea. So if you ever had one of the square bottle raspberry puree, that's exactly what that Mm -hmm. tastes like. But that takes black cherry and strawberry to do that, not a raspberry.
1: So Mm -hmm. that's the difference. Like they all have that. And you also try to capture the smell of the actual thing, right? Yes. Like it's not just the flavors; the two things that go hand in hand. Yep. Um, As far as the smell, how do you go about putting that into the drink? Uh, Most of
2: it happens naturally, Uh, so we don't put anything additional in there but we do have to have the right amount so there's definitely flavors that we've made that don't smell like the flavor mm-hmm. and we can't get it to do that and then we just we just bag the flavor yeah because it just is something that t- tastes good but smells terrible it's yeah. not going to sound right so yeah it's sometimes you just can't get that right smell yeah and you just yeah. you have to throw it away
0: there. if i wanted to become a fan of your your product here where exactly do i need to go to find uh all your online stuff here Well, you can do it a couple of ways. We've got a store locator
3: on the website.
0: Um,
3: Sipshine.com. Sipshine.com. There's a store locator for that that can be broke out by all the brands independently. Um, If it's not locally near you, still stay on Sipshine.com. Just buy order online or sip now. We've got a couple of different places you can click that. They'll take you to our online retailer that's also based here in the state of Michigan. Um, Buy four bottles, free shipping, shipped right to your door. It
2: can't get much easier
3: in the Here in Michigan,
2: you guys are uh selling at Meyer, right? Meyer, Walmart, party um, okay. party, I mean, party world, Dave. I mean, all these guys like it's any store in Michigan, it's a control state. So, uh, any store in Michigan, you can just walk in with the website, even and just show them the bottle and they can buy it for
0: you. Okay,
3: they don't have to buy cases of it, they can oh. buy just a bottle just for you, just for you. because
0: yeah. of the state of Michigan really easy for them to do that. And if <laughs> I wanted to become a fan so that I could start voting on some of these names, where do I go for that?
2: TikTok is is pretty much where you're gonna find us there to do that. Yeah. That's really the the crowd. That's
3: where the lives are happening. Yeah. That's where yeah, I sipshine Sip, I guess, sip, sip, shine, sip on there. shine.
2: Okay. Yep. Sip, sip. is our corporate account. So you're gonna see two of them. Yeah. Uh that one we just started. Uh so the sip.shine is where it all started there.
0: Okay. Interesting. And uh, one other thing that I wanted to cover, you talked a little little bit about a cow (laughs) (laughs) that you guys are looking uh, at. This is one of those things that we (laughs) do with our
2: fans, right? This is something that um, uh, Brody, uh, which is Coyote, Johnny, which is Gantt Peak, and then me have have got together and got our fans involved. Johnny uh, found a cow that a family was in need in Wyoming. They started a ranch and they kind of got a little... Above themselves, this is a Scottish Highlander cow. Yeah. So it's a very prestigious cow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a very, this is a high-end cow. Right. Um, so well, I don't really know about cows, but I know, like, he's told me a hundred times, like, this is a hot-notch cow. It, like, it right. is a pretty Looks cow. Cool. Oh, it is a pretty yeah. cow. Yeah. <laughs> she, is, she is cute. <laughs> um, so what we did is uh, we wanted to help this family out.
0: So well, how it, did you get connected with this family? I mean, how did it even uh, come to your attention? You know,
2: there's only five hundred thousand people that live in Wyoming. No, I don't need to I don't mean to play like that. But yeah. it was it was something uh, that had been heard by somebody that told somebody that he, yeah. he kinda caught wind of okay. and and he, <clears> he <throat> called us up and said, Man, I really wish there was a way we could help you them know, out. help to the, help them out when right. we could we could, we could put the cow on the ranch. They have th- he has a thousand, um, they have a thousand acre ranch where his cows are. Yeah. So he's like, man, we could just take the cow, put it on the ranch. We could have a Scottish Highlander. That'd be really nice. So we, so we go to our fans, uh, and I, I said, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, we'll take Sipshine, Ganapete and Coyote. We'll put a package together. And then we sold, uh, basically sold that. They donated. We didn't yeah. sell anything. Yeah. Uh, but they donated $50 to the cause. Uh, to the account and then we go. We went ahead and gave them. $150. And
0: this is something that still people could still donate to. Yeah,
2: we have nine hundred dollars left.
0: Okay, so oh, we sure. go to sip.shine, Yep, and we can find that information yep. on there. No, you only can do it while we're live. Okay, so we only do that while we're live. Okay. okay. Yep. Do you do you talk about when you guys
1: are going live?
0: When exactly is that happening? We usually do it once night, right around nine p.m. 9 so once a night, every night, every night, every night until so, we're done. So if you guys are listening and you're interested in getting involved tonight. Yeah. I don't know when this podcast is going out, but <laughs> tonight. Hey, hey, hey. Sip dot hey, uh nine PM. Yep, nine PM
2: Eastern Eastern,
0: Eastern, Eastern time is yeah, yeah.
2: usually about when we go. Yeah. And yeah, we just sit there and have fun and uh we take drink suggestions and talk to our fans and just have fun. Yeah it's it's a great And you night. guys are doing that
0: live regardless if it's donation or not. You guys are every night nine PM. You guys are just coming together and Um, we,
3: a couple of times a week. A couple of times a week. Yeah.
0: This was a this is a
2: a circumstance where we needed to get this money to this family. So so we're we're doing as quick as we can. So we're going every single night. Okay. Uh, But if we went every single night and took drink suggestions from you every night, I think all of us would not. Need another liver. Responsibly. (laughs) It's not a bottle. And we need to to take our own advice. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) A few nights a week is. is,
1: Did you say you already named the cow or you haven't?
2: uh, The largest donator is going to name the cow. Right now, the largest donator has chose Miss Remington. So her name will be Miss Remington. And uh fun fact she's pregnant so the cow is pregnant two for one that's a donator yeah, okay. not. well we don't know that well, actually, the pregnant too, <laughs> so uh, the cow's already pregnant so you're gonna get two so for the, one so we got two for one special Sweet. and uh, they took her to the vet and uh, got her all her vaccinations
0: awesome. and, and then he said hey um by the, by the way by the way
2: there's a little button in the oven <laughs> you should awesome. uh
1: name one of your drinks that mr Minton.
2: Yeah, if that's like the that, yeah. name, yeah. So, we're <laughs> gonna start in a new company called uh Gannopea Cattle Company, okay? Or it should be Kyle or yeah, Kyle Brody, Johnny? But so, we're gonna name it after because uh, is from Wyoming, so uh, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna name it Ganapede Cattle Company. So, hopefully, at the restaurant, the bar, you'll see some Ganapede Cattle Company uh, merch, mm-hmm. yeah, and you'll be able to then that you'll put that story together and say, Oh, I know there's cow uh, the brand on the back of the Gantt Peak bottle is actually the brand that will be on the cow is that this one here? Uh, no, one more. If, that one. so if you see that brand right there at the bottom of the story that's Johnny's actual cattle brand and that will be the brand on Miss Remington
0: oh, Okay. Yep. Right. so
2: there's that brand will start going into
0: hats and shirts and stuff like that. So for those of you guys who cannot see it you gotta buy the bottle, <laughs> buy, <my> bottle. <laughs> buy the bottle you'll see the brand. It's actually a pretty cool brand I like the simplicity of it the brand I like brands like that when it's just simple yes. something you just see it you remember it yep. so that's kind of cool very cool. All right.
2: But yeah, like I said, the, we're really about engaging our fans and we like to give back. So this is a way for that we could help somebody that was in need and, and engage our fans and because they're all now part of Miss Remington and part of Gannett Peak Cattle Company and you know that that's just that we never do we never start anything unless we have a reason to go do to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't see enough of stuff like that nowadays. It's all about, you know, just me making money. And not a lot of people spread that around. So I like that. I like that you guys are spreading that that wealth around helping people out and then getting out there getting your fans involved. I yeah. really like that so keep it up you guys well if you become a fan maybe you'll name something well I'm gonna have to check it out sip.shine <laughs> Sip. on tiktok and uh, sipshine.com yep if you guys are looking to get some more information out there about this company uh, we're here with uh, Jeff Nick I get the names right right I'm horrible at I, I don't know, know who Jeff know. is but Kai. No. We, Oh, there so was a Jeff, Jeff right Jeff over there Jeff no. there. <laughs> we're here you didn't bring <laughs> Jeff on the show today <laughs> Cut that part out. Uh, we're here with Nick and Kyle. Yo, excuse me. I'm horrible with names. So. Uh, and uh, so we're, we're talking about their brand, Sip Shine, um, their story, how they started up, and uh, hopefully their restaurant that will be opening up here pretty soon in June here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, I'll be there. I don't drink. I don't do alcohol, but I'll definitely be there for the, uh, hey, we the have restaurant part of it. To, and actually
2: we're, we are talking about doing a, a non-alcohol line. Uh, okay. For for that reason, oh, so that'd be we don't we want to be inclusive. uh We are only selling our products here, but we have seltzers and we have everything, and we yeah. have non alcoholic drinks. Yeah. So come for the food, come for the fun. Well, it's not a just about the yeah, yeah. It's it's a great time. Yeah. So I mean, sitting on a rooftop and just looking over the city that's there for you.
3: You use. didn't even talk about the rooftop bar.
2: Yeah, let's talk a little bit. About- about that, what's that? What is that gonna look like? So we ended at open? the second floor. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. The third floor is a rooftop bar overlooking the city. Uh, there's about so you go, off, you'll walk out onto the roof, and it's it'll be uh, patio tables with yellow and black umbrellas, yeah, You're kind of feeling that old, like vintage uh, feel that like right. Grand Rapids, like umbrella feel is what we're going for. Uh, the roof, there there's an inside portion of that as well, yeah, as you can go up there, but you can have, like I said it is, it's not just cocktails out there. You can get, um, yeah, you, you can get, you know, whatever drink and just hang out.
0: And we're having live music on the second floor. Is that right? Yep. Is it's that going to be every night? That 11 is open? to 11
2: every day. Yep. Uh, yep. And we do, we did build a, uh, what we call a celebrity walk. So we will be able to have some high, um, prestigious uh, performers come and do an acoustic set. So this is not a, this is not an event venue. Oh, like I don't want you guys to think are having concerts there. That's, right. that's not what we're doing. Right. But they'll be able to come like before their big show. Yeah. Uh, we'll be able to have them come in and, and do a small, like little acoustic set. Built a celebrity walk. So you'll be able to, uh, if you're down on the road, you'll be able to look up and see them walk out to the stage. Very and, similar to what's going on in Nashville. As far yes. as music
1: goes, uh, what do you guys, are you guys like bringing like any country uh, music to the uh, yeah. restaurant?
2: Yeah, we we'll work with iHeartRadio on that, um, and it'll it'll be primarily acoustic country okay. music. But of course, the cover bands are going to be there. You know, a cover. I'm sorry, not bands. Cover,
3: cover people. Yeah. yeah. So
2: they'll be doing a lot of covers. Um, you know, especially earlier in the morning, they they may uh, choose to do a little bit more country style at night. But like from like eleven to five, but, but I mean, you're going to hear a lot of cover, just upbeat, fun. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, part of the environment is that's a background to what we're doing that's not the main thing so if you want to go there for lunch it'll be a nice acoustic set but you can talk to your friends this is not like we're not pulling your eardrums right. we're just giving you a nice background
0: yeah okay yeah that was one of the issues i had when i was down in nashville it was way too <laughs> way too loud <laughs> i'm I not was. even in the restaurant holy cow. yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> any bar you go there like, yeah great. yeah like yeah no we're not
2: it, that is not what we're
0: Interesting. So, now, are definitely. both of you guys from the Grand Rapids area or Michigan area? Yeah, just outside of Grand Rapids. Okay. Yeah, I
2: grew up in Wyoming. Okay. Um, and then I went to Gavin Heights. Okay. Uh, okay. So
0: okay. Uh, that's where oh, I'm are so Right I went. in Grand Rapids. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Next from <laughs> BFE.
2: BFE, Lake Odessa.
0: Not familiar with that area. So <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Well, born and raised in Grand Rapids, I appreciate you guys coming in and talking about the uh, the company here. That's uh, Sip Shine again. You can check them out on sipshine.com or on TikTok, sip.shine. I got Sip. that right. Got All right. And again, we're here with uh, Nick and Kyle. Kyle, the founder of the company, Nick Market manager sure oh, sure
1: <laughs> my title changes all the
0: time so we'll go with that one all right and uh, we really do appreciate you guys coming in. is there anything else you guys want to mention bring up no thanks for having us all, yeah, absolutely. Can
2: tell all the stories we can for today but you know if you're uh, struggling to we have, we have plenty more stories, so yeah, uh, for sure. sure. <laughs> let
0: us know we'll anymore. let you guys know for sure. We really do appreciate you guys coming in. I feel like you guys are going to be big, man. You guys are going to be huge, and, and we'll be able to say, Hey, we had them on our podcast. That's right. So, yeah, we're really excited about that. As soon as you got anything, man, uh, which one's your favorite
1: drink out of all of these?
2: Uh, Shineberry Sweet Tea is my, my original flavor. It's the one that I knew. Where's that one there? That's Here. that one right there. That is my ultimate favorite. It is This is what tastes one like one raspberry. raspberry. <laughs> it tastes like raspberry pure leaf sweet tea.
0: But this is the one that you got the company started with. That's the one I got the company started yeah. with, right there. Okay. That is my
2: absolute favorite. Uh, our number one sellers are raspberry shine. This pretty little pink one here. All right. Uh, but I do. I, I. honestly do not think it's our number one flavor. Like shineberry sweet tea is is our number one. Watermelon chile. If you're into anything spicy, is phenomenal.
1: I've never had moonshine to be honest with you, but I'm gonna give it a try. Not, not try today though. We're gonna be trying
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> well, for sure, we'll get that going on there. Maybe we'll get to after the podcast, we'll do a little video on that. You could try it out. What, and what's your got out ties with, like, Nashville?
2: So, Tennessee and Nashville, uh, we're only tied to it because of how the company started. Okay. The, your inspiration. The inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. So, we don't have any uh, physical ties there, but it's where it started. So, when you read our story, when you – I mean – eastern tennessee is really what uh uh, made us do this and it was again we always have that reason right and it was the family vacation it was the that's what started this so that's our that's our tie and they do such a great job there they really do they the the tasting rooms are different they're fun they attract uh uh, you know, visitors, instead of just the locals, uh, we want to make sure that Grand Rapids is a, is a destination. And and it is
0: turning into one.
2: Yes. And, sure. we, and we'll be able to help out with that. And that yeah. That's why we want to do this. So, but yeah, our our ties to Tennessee are just that, just, just the story.
1: Okay. For now. For now. <laughs> Maybe bridge could be the new, uh, the new, uh, what's it called?
0: Bridge new flavor. New oh name. bridge the new
2: uh, Broadway. The new Broadway. Uh, yeah. yeah. yes. You know, New Holland did a good job of putting a staple build in there. Uh and then they a lot of a lot of people came there because they did that. Uh and we feel like the second part of bridge where we are, that's that's what we're that's what we're gonna be able to do is really attract, you know, a good scene yeah. down on that yeah, side. Yeah, Grand Rapids
0: is blowing up, so yeah. I'm super excited about that. Like I said, I I was raised and born here. I remember what it used to look like downtown to what it looks like now. It's a yeah. huge differential. Yeah, it's much nicer. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. One. Good job, you guys. Well, I don't know if we got anything else. A limited time. A lot time of our
2: words over there. I can't read all those words. Really, oh, that. does his homework. <laughs> <laughs> really That's does his homework. <laughs> Have to answer, whatever.
0: You got the vacation. Yeah,
1: the vacation that I wanted to talk about. Um, talked about that. Yeah, I think we really talked about everything that. I wanted to touch base on.
0: Now, we do want to bring you guys back once this restaurant gets started. Yeah. Um, obviously, the guys behind the scene will go ahead and arrange that, but uh, I we'll would really sure be interested in since, since that. That I, can sure. well, that I can get into. <laughs> but yeah, make sure definitely you get bring you guys in. an invite you. We'll bring our cook with us. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man, that'd be sweet. we do a on site podcast there you go. right in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. We can do something like that. That'd be fun. I'd
1: probably I'd should do, fun. do that pre opening.
0: Yeah, we, we would
2: love
1: to do that. So we'll have Nick get through there. I actually wanted to see the, the actual distilling process because I've never been to like a place where they distill anything. Yeah. Uh, I think that'd be really cool to have. I mean, we'll if you guys are cool with that, that'd be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah well, we have no secrets. Yeah. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. We can teach you all of our secrets. Yeah. And you know what you're going to not be able to do? Yeah. Make sip shine. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> you don't have our water. You don't have our... Right. It's It's, it's so specific. So, like, if even think of your favorite drink that yeah. you drink, right? It's, let's say it's Buffalo Trace. Yeah. They could give you their exact recipe, right? But because you put that barrel in a different place mm-hmm. and you put it at a different height and a different elevation, and it, it's it, different, it, it's, it, you'll never have what they have. You right. can't. Yeah. So, we don't
0: have Kyle and We <laughs> <laughs> don't have Kyle We don't have Kyle Nick. Yeah.
2: But it's, yeah. So, we're not, yeah, we would love that. You can come out to the distillery. Check it out. I'll show you the, the mash
0: tanks. and That would be awesome. something to arrange there, man. That would be awesome to go out there and be able to do an on-site podcast and talk yeah. a little bit about it. Maybe even do video aspect of all of that and talk about it. Spence is giving us a thumbs up. And I'm excited about that. <laughs> He's in. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I don't have anything else. I don't know. I'm good. Yeah. I think we can wrap it up from here. Um, again, sipshine.com Check them out, you guys. And you get – repeat that again. You order four bottles. That's free, free shipping. shipping. Four bottles of any of
3: our products. This doesn't have to be just four sip shine. It can be any combination of coyote, gander peak, or sip shine.
0: You can order that from anywhere in the U.S. except for Alaska and Hawaii. Alaska, Hawaii, Montana,
2: uh-huh. Iowa, okay. and Virginia, Virginia, and Louisiana. I don't think we have any
0: listeners there. So there you go. <laughs> well, those are the six places. So <laughs> Everywhere else that's listening right now, you guys yeah. can go ahead and take care of that. And then also on TikTok, check them out, you guys. They have some fun videos on there. Uh, that sip uh, you can check them out and vote on some of the new stuff that may be coming out and okay. maybe help out with the, uh, a cow for Wyoming here. So check them out, you guys. I'm we appreciate it again once. Yeah. yeah, the rest <laughs> I'm really excited about. Once again, we appreciate you guys coming in, taking your time, talking to us, and, and, and letting us know a little bit about how starting a business, a moonshine business. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank, thank you. you guys. Yeah, thanks here. for having us. All right, that's all for uh, for uh, Forging the Future. We appreciate your time. Episode Let's six. You go ahead and sign us out, man. All right. We have...
1: The guys at Sip (laughs) Moonshine and uh, Santiago.
0: We're out. We're out, you guys. Thank you very much. We appreciate you.